Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of Restoring You Podcast. I am Denise Renee Muhammad, aromatherapist, author, wellness coach, host of Restoration of Mind, Body, and Soul on Calfani Radio. And in this episode, we got a chance to sit down and interview Billionaire PA. Billionaire PA is the founder and CEO and president of Wealthy Minds Incorporated, a multifaceted corporation that is continuing to involve, is inspiring people all over the world through multiple avenues, um, speak, helping people to speak their dreams into existence. So um, we're going to share the interview that I did with him on my on my show, Restoration of Mind, Body, and Soul on Calfani Radio. So sit back and enjoy. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Peace and blessings. I pray that everyone is well. And in the best of health and spirits, it is Denise Renee Muhammad, host of Restoration of Mind, Body, and Soul. You are aromatherapist and wellness coach, and we're excited and glad to be back, glad to be here on the platform to share some amazing, uh, an amazing jewel with you all today. Um, Today's show is all about mindset. It's all about mindset, and I have a wonderful guest that um, I came across this brother on Instagram, and his story is just inspiring. And um, I'm gonna share a little bit of his background, and I'm gonna allow him to come on and just share with you all um, how he literally went from homelessness to where he is now. And he goes by the name of Billionaire P.A., uh, which is, has a unique meaning and purpose. Billionaire seeks to inspire a billion, uh, billions of people to speak their dreams into existence and develop a wealthy mind. He maintains his title as PA or production assistant to remind people a job title does not justify your success. So be careful how you treat people. Um, and without any further, further delay, I want to bring to us, present to us Brother Billionaire P.A. And I'll uh, allow him to come on and share the story. How you doing, good sister? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. How are you, brother? Oh, I'm just changing the world one day at a time. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I hope you're having a great day, too. I definitely am. I'm excited to have you here, have you here with us today. So oh, it's amazing. Let's get yes. right into the inspiration. Yes. Let's get into it. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me bring my target video. Okay. All right, there we go. There we go. Let's get into it, brother Billionaire. Uh, Where are you located at, brother? Where are you from? Uh, well, originally I'm, I'm from I'm from heaven, but I was born in Alexander City, Alabama, and I'm currently uh, living out all of my dreams in Los Angeles, California. We're sitting right here in Beverly Hills right now, um, just inspiring all of the good people. I'm sitting in my office, so I'm a little chill today, I'm a little relaxed, 
Ain't gonna be hollering at nobody. I know they used to hear me on the 10. All right. And on the 10, I'm just reserving my energy. Yes, sir. All right. So share your story. I heard a little bit about it, how you were homeless for uh, 36 months. And um, tell us about that. How did that happen? I, when I see homeless people, I always want what led them to that point. So share your story with us. Yeah, well, I'm just, you know, I'm usually careful with my the words that I speak. And even though I understand people call the homeless, I called it, I was just without a home. I just had ran into a, 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 a interesting situation. I had um, went to jail like over 20 times before I was 21 years old. And I had got this drug charge and got sentenced five years. Um, I ended up just serving um, a little bit of the time, and then I ended up just um, serving the five years of probation, and then I had a conspiracy charge for three years. I ended up doing three years of probation for that as well. Both of them was felonies. So they ran my two times in together, uh, congruent. Uh, I think that's the correct word. The three got ran in with the five. Um, so after three years, one probation finished for self, fell off, and then after five, the other one fell off. On the day that I, the, the probation actually fell off, and I could leave the state, I, left, I got in my red Ford Explorer truck, went to a gas station in Birmingham, Alabama, asked the man at the gas station which way could I actually drive and go straight because I don't want to think. He asked me why did I want to drive straight. I said, I don't want to think about anything. I've been going through a lot, and I just wanted to get away from what I was going through in my life. Me and my mama didn't have the best relationship at the time. I didn't have a great relationship with my, with a lot of family members. My grandma had just passed away and she was my biggest inspiration and I couldn't stay out of jail. All I knew was having a lot of sex, selling a lot of dope and having a lot of fun. And my dream was to die before I turned 20 or 21 years old. Yeah. I drove out, I had a, a relative out or a friend out in, um, here in California, up north. Oakland, California, San Jose, and San Francisco area. For those of y'all that don't know, it's called the, the Bay Area. So I went to the Bay Area, drove my red Ford Explorer on the 40. Uh, took me three days, pick, picked up a hitchhiker, I think, in Oklahoma. And he didn't want to go too far. I was mad because I wanted him to ride all the way with me. Got to Oakland, uh, San Jose. It would be the, the exact city. And, but I didn't know at the time that Oakland was about 30, 40 minutes away, 45 at the max. Um, and I found out that the dude, he didn't own the house that he said he owned. And due to me, uh, I ended up staying there a little bit of time. But once the dude who actually owned the house found out that, you know, I, uh, I wasn't, I basically wasn't able to stay there. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? I got a little money saved up. I'll go get me a job. I started running my social security number. Started getting declined because they would take my thing. And I had felonies on the record. So I had to, you know, was never taught to run no business or nothing. So at the time, I wouldn't think about no wealthy minds. I went to the back of my truck. I, I slept in that truck. I started writing books. And then, boom, years later, I wrote 83 books. Boom. Years later, we started Wealthy Minds Clothing, Wealthy Minds Entertainment, Speak Your Dreams Publishing. And then, boom, we're not working for nobody else. And I'm just living my best life. Changed my name to Billionaire PA because my dream was never to carry a slave name because I was never enslaved. That's right. Um, secondly, I wanted to have a name that was more meaningful to me um, and not more meaningful to other people. Right. 
what that means is when people ask me what is your old name it's like well what would be the purpose of changing your name if you gonna still share the old name i'm not ashamed of where i come from i'm from alexander street alexander city alabama my street is booker street that's where me and my family was raised and anybody everybody in that city they know who i am and what i did there and i'm just on some positive stuff now it's happening that's good that's good um what inspired you to like what clicked to make to make you started writing your books and, and doing what you're doing I mean, you know, when you ain't got when you ain't got no job, sister, and you ain't got nothing to do, <laughs> you just start venting. Right. And it's the truth. I'm right. not even joking. I wasn't a tip to write no book. I just started expressing my true thoughts. It was just like F U C K U, F Mama, F everybody, and then I started saying F jobs, create your own. Everything that I created to this day was created out of anger. It was created off of emotion. The same way when people tell me, you know, don't put your feelings in business, that's hard for me to do because every ounce of my feelings created this business. Right. You know, so what you could tell, the best advice you could give me is just to hire somebody in my company that, that's not emotionally attached to it, but every book, every word, every shirt was created off of a personal story and personal has the word person in it, meaning that I am a person and all persons and people have feelings. I'm not a robot. So for me, right. for me to listen and hear people say, you know, you two in your feelings, it's like I'm a whole human. I got feelings, emotions all day. I'm a, I'm a, it's not against the law to say I'm hurt. I want to cry. I'm down. You know, we, we don't want people to be you know, human, we want people to be robots and I want people to be their true authentic self when they're around me because that's what I'm going to That's right. That's right. And you do a lot, like, for the community you mentor children um, and the murals. How did you, how did that get started? Um, well, one of the things that you said that you said, and I appreciate it and you said I do a lot for the community but I want to be very clear and that because I want people to understand this it's not just about doing for the community it's more so about I found value within myself and I'm sure with you being Muslim right. you will um, um, I'm attempting to use big words that I don't know yet attest, <laughs> I think that's the right word is that the right word Keys? yeah um, I think you can attest to this right here when you know what you, when you know why as a black person you have been oppressed you start to see your worth and you start to see your value you see, we called each other kings and queens here, but we still treat each some people still treat each other like slaves. So you cannot call me a king in the area of conversation, but don't want me to charge king prices on my books, on my merchandise. That's what a God would do. Can you imagine a God selling his book for a dollar? Fifty cent? Right. You know what I'm saying? The purpose of it's not about the net. It's not necessarily about the money, but it's about understanding my words so that you can uh, so that I can get that perceived value that I want you to have on my merchandise and my product. Yes, so when you talk about I want to make sure I answer your question and stay on topic. When you talk about what inspired me to paint these murals that I'm painting and when you ask me a question like, you know, why do I do what I do for my community? Um, I don't, I want to make sure I say this clearly and hopefully everybody understands this. I do for self first before I even would do for my mother, before I even would do for my community. And because you see me doing so much stuff, stuff for the community, that's just how much I've done for myself. 
meaning I pay myself $163.36 on the 19th of every month. So anybody that's listening to this, I encourage you to celebrate your birthday on the day that you was born every month and stop waiting on the man-made holiday to celebrate holidays. And one of the things I just was um, doing, uh, we did a video outside today where I was talking to my brother 19 Ds, and uh, we talked about how people will wait on December the 25th on a day that Jesus, realistically, I'm not speaking from a personal opinion, he was not born on that particular day. And so y'all will celebrate, well, I'm not gonna say y'all, I'm not gonna put you in that category, but people will celebrate this holiday. But they walk and open up gifts on the 25th, but they've been walking around with God giving gifts all year long and won't even unwrap them gifts. So you mean to tell me you'll walk in a Walmart or Target and you'll buy a gift and you'll unwrap somebody else's dream but you didn't unwrap the dream that God gave you. And I just felt like it should be a crime and a sin to walk around with talents and gifts that God gave you and you ain't using them. He shouldn't just, he, he shouldn't even, I personally, if I sat with him and talked, I would talk to him like a man and say, you should have saved, they should have saved that child. That child should not have made it. Because all your children should be using their gifts and their talents. And I really don't care how people feel about the comments that I make because most of the people, you know, in our community, our biggest talent and gift that we do use is complaining. We do a great job of that, but we don't do a great job of executing. Exactly. Exactly. And speak on that execution. Execution. Um, well, the quote I always like to use when it comes to executing is, my grandmama always reminded me, you know, people watch your feet more than they watch your mouth. Mm, that's fine. <laughs> it don't need that necessary thing. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> That was so powerful. Keys over here. He just wrote that down. He, I think he was put that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? If, if yeah. I got a, my grandmama always told, she told me a couple things that stuck with me. You know, when you find out who you are, you don't depend on other people to define you, to write no description. I don't need nobody to tell you who I am. I'm going to show you who I am. When you ask me about the murals, you know, when Nipsey Hussle had passed away, my mama made a, a point, uh, it's the word poignant, poignant, yeah, my mother uh, made a very, um, I'm working on using these, I'm, I'm, I'm extend, ex- expanding my vocabulary, <laughs> you don't gotta keep an open back. but my yeah. mama had told me, she said, when Nipsey Hussle had passed away, she said, I, I told her, I said, I feel like I had lost my brother, and my mama said, you know, um, I don't have to give birth to a black man for him to be your brother. And on that particular day, I saw, I looked on the Instagram and I saw thousands, not thousands, but I seen a good hundreds of people paint murals of Nipsey Hussle. So, um, I don't want to lie, I want to make sure I'm telling the truth. I don't think I had did a mural until after Nipsey Hussle died. And I only started, because I remember writing a quote, everything that people would do for me when I die, I could do for myself when I'm living. And if I had did a mural, I only had either one or two, but I didn't have that quote. And then I wrote that quote, and that just made me take it to another level with painting the mirror. You know, I'm gonna put every everything that my mama and everybody gonna do when when I pass away. I want y'all. I'm gonna do for myself while I'm living. I don't want y'all. If y'all love me, give me my flowers today. You know what I'm saying? So I implemented, you know, even things for my mama. Like, you know, I don't want to wait on her to die to tell her Happy Mother's Day, or wait on Mother's Day to tell her Happy Mother's Day when Mother's Day can be appreciate. She can be appreciated every day. So on the tenth of every month. You know, I send my mama $36.63 on the 10th of every month. And I say happy Mother's Day to her. Yes, sir. That's wonderful. 
And um, going back to that complaining, after, um, if you will let me complete this and going back to that complaining, I had somebody say, you know, um, man, are you only send your mom $36.63? I said, name one other person you know in the universe that created a holiday for their mom and then need society to give it to them. It ain't about the money, bro. It's about the acknowledgement. And she and my mama happy. Tell me, show me what, you, let me call your mama on the phone. Let me see what type of man you've been to your mama. Instead of bringing, attempting to bring me and our relationship down, go put that energy into healing the situation in, in your particular life, in your particular family. And ain't none of us on this earth perfect, regardless of the, what people's interests are. You know, I'm just one of those people that was created by God to appreciate the existence of all people, but also understanding that I don't have to subscribe to any of your beliefs and it's okay. I don't have to do the same things that you do, but you still can be appreciated when you're around me. And, you know, that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's just like, you know, we was having this conversation. When you ask me about the murals and all of this stuff that I'm doing, it's all based off the relationships that I have been able to build. And a lot of people, they don't understand the value of relationships. See, I don't build relationships, I cultivate them. Key word is cult. Cultivate. I cultivate. I don't build them. I cultivate victims. So once you're in my circle, I'm keeping you in here. If I got to send you a couple free gifts to get that mirror put up on the wall, if I have to be persistent, whatever we have to do. But a lot of people, they don't really understand, you know, how to cultivate a relationship. And what I mean by that, you know, people, they familiar with like boyfriend, girlfriend. So I just give you this analogy. You'll have this female who wants this amazing man and she'll build this uh ideology of, of the type of man or god or king that she wants and she'll say this is the kind of money i want my man to make my man gotta think this way conscious man or you know woke man whatever the terms you want to call it uh, right muslim man christian man whatever you you know he gotta have great sex and everything gotta be amazing <laughs> but at the same time you you it's nothing wrong with having dreams like that but I just, my only question to you is, how do you want another black, that in another black man, but you but you live at home with your dysfunctional mother and your dysfunctional father and your dysfunctional brother? Don't you think they gonna, they, they marrying somebody too? You don't want that person to be great for somebody, but right. you want that external person, you know what I'm saying? The man that you meet, you want them to be great. That's selfish of you. Right. You need to start at home if you want the problems to be fixed. I don't even live with you and you asking me to be God. <laughs> well, yes, we have to, that, that self-love has to be first. And that's all I'm saying. So the, the purpose and the moral of that story is, instead of us, um, you know, a lot of times we, we find ourselves pulling each other down. And, you know, sometimes I find myself helping other people to hurt me. And we need to be taking that energy um, and putting, we need to put that energy into um, instead of point fingers at each other. You know what can I do for you today? Because we already, I'm black. I already been traumatized. My whole life been dramatic. We always tell black people you're so dramatic. Name one black person who hadn't had a dramatic life. Name one. What you thought they were supposed to come out of action figure? Right. <laughs> it's a PG-13 movie, life. <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody, you know, my story of being homeless, going to jail. It's the similar story we hear amongst all, a lot of us. My, it's, I ain't put myself down, but it ain't nothing significant about my story. The only reason why I'm really here on your show is because I executed my dreams. It wasn't because I went to jail. You know other people in your city that went to jail, they were never on your show. 
But it was because I took that mentality and I turned it into something positive. I took an idea out of my head, turned it into something tangible that we can touch, and then I sold it. Right. That's that's the key. <laughs> that's the key. Um, with your your company, Wealthy Minds, what all do you offer? It says it's a multifaceted company. Well, multifaceted means like you know the best way that I can put this on, like quote nobody, but to my understanding, and I'm just relating this to, uh, to reference of um, you know one of the reasons why and in the uh, Muslim community, they they go by the name X. And I believe that the X stands for the unknown. Ain't no telling what I might do. So when you ask me, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, okay, so look at that. When I say multifaceted, look at that as the X. If I'm really a guy, ain't no telling what I might do. I'm unknown. You might wake up one day and see I'm doing a book. You might wake up the next day and say, this man done dropped a whole album. This man got a university. This man got a healthy food store. So that's what I mean. So right now, the current things that I'm doing is we have our own Speak Your Dreams publishing uh, publishing company where I publish all my books. We publish our own music and everything. I got music on my website, um, $4.44 each one of the tracks. I don't put my music on no other platforms because I understand that there's 7.6 billion people on this earth. All you need is 1 million people. If 1 million people bought my track for $4.44, why did you have to put it on iTunes for 99 cents? You could have did this yourself. Right. We live in a day and age now where we get to touch the customer. Look how look how you touch me. Right. Imagine twenty years ago, you would you and you attempted to reach out to Obama. What you think? You wouldn't have reached Obama? <laughs> Tell me online. Twenty years ago, you reached out to Oprah. How you was gonna reach right. out to her? No social media. Right. Exactly. Went on Instagram twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's still buzzing. It's still <laughs> So that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Just keep the marathon alive and keep and continue the marathon. Yes, sir. Let me see if we have any comments here and questions. I'm working at the same time, so just bear with me. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. We got one, two, three people put their order in keys. Miss Stewart, Kirby Stewart. She just ordered. We we got huh? Yeah, we got a we got a big event going on in Atlanta, Georgia. So we're getting ready for that right now. So I'm in the office. Okay. Huh? What's the event about? Um, we getting ready to have an elaborate, exquisite, um wealthy minds consultation where we're only going to open the door for no more than 36 individuals and the 36 represent the number of months that i was actually homeless so everything that me 19 keys and blue pillar the three particular uh hosts um and gods of this particular event of putting this event together we wanted to bring 36 people together and open our mind, open our minds up, and open their minds up, and share the knowledge that we have, you know, uh, and instill that, and instill that within them. Because a lot of times, you know, people think, you know, you can take a person to the thing, and you know, you can teach you can, you, they, that don't mean they go fish. And then some people say they want to teach them how to fish. Well, you know, like uh, my brother said, you know, uh, we got to start teaching the people how to own their own fisherman business. And right. the black people. 
Uh, I don't want to speak for black people. I speak for myself, but they'll get what I'm saying. Um, I understand the value of the black life. And if more of us will go out and start own land, start businesses, and own the rights to everything and be more selfish with our intellectual property, just like, you know, I don't want to say that the white man was selfish with his intellectual property because 99% of them stole all the intellectual property of other people's. So right. it would be hard for me to say that. Um, but what I do is not a race thing. It's just uh, I speak very factually. And I shouldn't have to explain to anyone that I stand for people that look like me first and foremost. I should never have to explain yeah. that because when you talk to Asian people, they never have to tell you that. And it just right. shocks people when they say, oh, you're going to take care of yours first. Like, that's the most ignorant question ever. You should know if two plates was on here and there's three people in here. If if, if it's me, you're going to eat last. But we're going to get to you. We just ain't going to get to you first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to you now. I'm going to bury the business. But, you know, I just go by the, the, the rules that my grandmama built me. You know, even within the black community, my grandmama also told me before I go take care of the black family next door, make sure you take care of the people in this house. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a white or black thing. It's just I want to take care of the people that's closest to me first. You know what I'm saying? What I look like helping the next man that ain't never added no value in my life and right. not the man that's living with me. Exactly. And speak on the importance of collaboration. Because a lot of, some of us, well, I can't speak to anybody, but we all want to do our own thing. But speak on the importance of collaboration because I know that, I noticed that you, Brother 19, uh, Brother, and all of you all like working together and it ain't it's not a competition yeah well you know i had a lot of ego that i had to suppress you know when i had became a shifter because i was so used to working by myself and i always did that intentional there's a lot of people that always reached out to me and said you know let's do something um but you never like my grandmama always say you never know a person until you live with them and what I mean by that is I don't have to actually live with you, but you can hang out with people and you can find out who they really are versus, you know, what they, the imagery of what they show on social media and in private. You know, this, as far as wealthy minds, this is what I do all day, every day, whether we on here or not. This ain't no flawed, no fake or nothing. I'm not perfect. I wake up every day. You know what I'm saying? I do what I want to do. I do what the flesh want to do. And I understand the mistakes that I make because I know at the end of the day, I don't got to answer to nobody but the God that I serve. So when you talk about speaking on collaboration, um, one of the things I would recommend for people is, you know, you have to have a reality check with your ego and don't let your ego keep you broke. You know, and then number two, you have to be around other people who don't want your life. You know, that's very important. You got to be around what I would call like men, you know, no thieves, nobody who out here taking money, stealing money and stuff like that. And unfortunately, it's hard to find people like that. You know, I was just blessed and thankful to, you know, be able to find, you know, a, a group of individuals that's out here doing their thing. You know, we ain't attempting to steal no money from each other. We ain't attempting to uh, take them from nobody. But I think more the more important thing that we have, um, you know, I can speak for the brother Blue Pill and the brother 19 Keys and uh, the brother Derek Grace because um, I communicate with all the shifters, but I communicate with them the most and brother Rizzo. I talk to brother Rizzo sometimes. Um, we don't have a communication issue. Yeah. That's just the main thing. We talk about, I talk about, I over communicate. 
you know, I'm off the book because I ain't really attempting to take nothing from you that ain't what I deserve. If I put energy and time into it, want to be compensated for my time. If you put energy and time in something, you want to be compensated for your time, and then just need to be fair. Right. And if, if we ever lose that type, that level of respect, you know, um, once you gain respect for your friends, um, some people do certain things to, to so-called friends of theirs, and the reason why they do it is because they don't have no respect for them. If you have respect for your friends, there's certain things that you won't do. Like, I can never see myself sleeping with one of my friends' wife or girlfriend. It, it, like, when you tell me something, I'm just using this as an example. It just, like, when you tell me, like, that's your wife, it don't matter how beautiful she is, some type of brain neuron or whatever they call it, it, it just goes off. It just cuts off. I don't even look at her like that no more. Like, she don't even be cute to me in that aspect. That's, that's you get what I'm saying? Yes. Morals. Yeah, you know, but if you're on the opposite end of that and you thought we was friends, you know, I can't help how you classify me. I did classify you the same. And some people, call, they, you know, people use the word friends too loosely and they call everybody their friends. I don't call everybody my friend. Because if you, if you like, like with you, you know, we don't even know each other well enough to call each other friends. You know what I'm saying? So I would put you in the associate category, you know, um, which is nothing wrong with that. But I have to understand what type of per what type of relationship this is. Because with my friend, there's certain things that I expect from them. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what you should. If a person, if you, if you had a real friend and you was calling somebody your best friend and you went home with your best friend don't have to take you in 100%, but they can say, you can stay here for two days, you can stay here for a week. I can't, I cannot do 30 days, but we can do 10. You know, they right. don't work out some for you. Oh, you cannot stay here, but I got here, I got, I get you two days hotel. I got an EBT food card, something, you know what I'm saying? Right. A person gonna find a way to help you if they really a friend. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I hear you per okay. perfectly fine. Yes, sir. I got you. Hold on. Checking the stream. If you have any comments, questions. Oh, it's all good. And um, how did you get into the uh, the mentor and I'm sorry, how did I get into the who? Mentor, mentor. The mentorship? Um, well, I got into that. Uh, I got into that just because I, uh, I got a phenomenal mentor who uh, blesses me and helps me. So I just wanted to reciprocate the energy. It wasn't that spectacular. Okay. <laughs> And um, anything else you got going on that you want um, to share with the audience? I want all of the good people, you know, I got on here because truthfully, I ain't even really want to talk about me too much, but I just wanted to support what you was doing. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing what you're doing. You know, um, uh, no matter where you're at in your current situation, man, you believe in your dream, push for that dream, fight for that dream, charge what you know that you want. That's all I want my people to get from any of this. Take all your rights, own your right. Be selfish. Everybody going to tell you to be selfless. You know what I'm saying? Don't, I mean, don't be selfish, but the opposite of not being selfish is selfless. And what person on earth should ever think less of themselves? And so I never tell nobody that. I encourage you to be selfish. Take care of you. 
You know, people are always saying they ain't got no money because they got to take care of their children. That don't even sound right. How you take care of your children, you don't even take care of yourself. <laughs> you have to take care of you. You got to be healthy. Right. You got to be wealthy. You ain't taught your child to be wealthy and you broke. Hush. You go get it first and then teach them. That's what mm -hmm. I got to do. For, you know what I'm saying? For my nieces, I got to get the bag too. I got to get the, the wealth. Right. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. I mean, one second. It's yeah. um, what type of obstacles do you run into? Um, I run into all types of obstacles. I mean, I run into um, the obstacles of running into a lot of beautiful women in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's an obstacle. I just have to hurdle over that. I run into the mm -hmm. obstacle of the devil, not the devil, but you know, just I run into like sometimes I be working so hard, you know, they put the alcohol in front of you, and sometimes I have to taste a little bit. Um, so people wonder why I say talk about stuff like that because I'm human, you know, um, and I like to express the, my truth. And I never want nobody to think that, you know, they have to be perfect in order to be successful. You can truly be yourself, and life is just about knowing how to manage your actual life. And uh, uh, I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Just being Austin. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know the word that comes in, but just know how to just know how to manage your life um, in moderation. Right. And how long have you? Uh, how long has the wealthy minds? Been I've been in business since 2007. 2007. 2007. We've been speaking of dreams into existence since 2007. <laughs> yes. And I noticed um, on your live streams or when you're out in out and about, you're always on a scooter. What's what's that about? <laughs> um. I don't believe in financial bondage, so I don't drive. I don't drive a car. I'm not saying I won't never drive a car again, but I mean, I want I want to get me a scooter. I'm gonna speak it to exist. I'm gonna get me a scooter wife. You know, one that will just ride a scooter with me. Right. <laughs> now I'm just messing with you, man. You know, you gotta. You cannot. I, I learned not to take life too serious. Um, mm -hmm. The reason why I ride a scooter is because I don't. I got tired of paying three. I think my car note was like $236 a month, $232 a month. I had a little Nissan, um, and I just got tired of paying. And then the insurance, they was hitting me for like $150. And then I go a whole year and then have no accidents, and then they didn't give me no money back. So I was like, huh, that's, that seemed like a scam. So, and then I had to put like $50, a, uh, like $40 a week in the car times three, a four that's like two hundred dollars a month in gas and then like if i go out with somebody we got to look for parking and then i was getting street parking tickets and then you start thinking about that and you start realizing that society created all of these bills for you to stay stressed and broke exactly. so i said here you go here you go exactly. back. i don't want this. so i ride on a scooter and anytime i want to drive i do i call that uber and i call lyft i tell them right. they take me where i need to be 
sister, sister Max thinks that brother, please stop telling my current situation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She said, um, tell, being tell human, stop. Yes. Huh? She said, um, being, being hey. human such a reality, so many of us believe in a mystery self. We must keep it real with self. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, man. We got to keep it authentic with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind being myself because I really 100% believe that like, most of the people that ever said anything about me, they ain't bought that for me. They ain't supported me. They ain't helped me keep these lights on. You know, I listen to my mom and my family. And if you ever bought anything from me, I take, I take, I listen to you because you, you, uh, you helped me to pursue my dreams. And then I feel like it comes from a very loving place. You know what I'm saying? When people show interest in the, the brand of what you build, you know, but when people want to give you constructive criticism and they've never invested $1 into your business. And if you, and it's not all about just the money, but if you never invested in no form, help me do nothing. What I'm gonna take your advice for? Right. You just want to give me advice of blow up. You can say, oh, I, I, yeah, I told him to do this. Okay, let's say you did it. How you get paid for this? It's so hard to call How you getting a check? That's your check? Just come check off conversation? Okay. Right. Like, oh, 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 I know Diddy. Like, okay, you, and let's say you do. Let's say you can't call him. How do you get paid off of that? Nah, if I know Oprah, I'm telling you like this. I said publicly, I'm not going to know nobody of that caliber and not be getting no check off of it. I don't care. Oh, any, any one of my friends you coming around me, we making money. <laughs> well, you got to go. I ain't gonna sit around you and do nothing. Exactly. Look, brother. Oh, man, when I meet Oprah, oh, you want something to eat? No, I got money for that. Thank right. you. I got a few questions, though. <laughs> you want something to drink? I appreciate it. I get my own coffee. I got all that. <laughs> People say, oh, you cannot understand that. It's like, you got it. What make me not want to get it? Exactly. I don't want to be honest. You want to pitch it? You want to pitch up on the ground? No, not unless it's holding up my book, my T-shirt, one of my products. I got you. That's right. Uh, what is your definition of a healthy mind when speaking with the youth? Um, my healthy mindset is, man, I'm working on this one, man. You know, I don't want to lie. I believe that a healthy mindset is one that I'm working to like completely stop drinking completely and not that i'm not not no alcoholic or nothing but you know i'm a social drinker and i know that it's one of them things that was created to suppress to suppress the mind and then the foods that we put in our body it controls your emotion because i remember one time when i had went like six months and i didn't eat no meat and i wasn't drinking my mind was just a lot more sharp a lot more clear mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so, you know, those are the dreams that I'm currently speaking into existence that, you know, um, I'm going to be able to change my diet to a living and I'm going to eat to live and not eat to die. Absolutely. So that's the first step that I believe in in order to have a wealthy mindset. You know what I'm saying? And people can take it or leave it, man. That's what I'm working on. So when you ask me the question, I want to make sure I answer that. What it takes to have a healthy mindset is... Just be uh, cautious of the things that you put in your body. Mm -hmm. Physically, mentally, spiritually, all of that. Mm -hmm. 
mind, body, and soul. Absolutely. Oh, you um, got it. Speaking of that, restoration of mind, body, and soul. The, the, that's what this show is about. And that's why I wanted to bring you on to talk about the mental, the mindset. Um, how would you, when I say restoration of mind, body, and soul, what is that? Um, restoration, like to to me, I get from it, like you know, for someone to restore, to restore. I'm sorry, say it again. Restoration of mind, body, and soul. What does that mean to you? Um, to me, it means that you know, in order for you to speak your dream into existence, you have to develop a wealthy mindset, and you have to unsuppress your mind and take all limits off of your actual mind in order to speak your dream into existence. And understanding that your greatest wealth is your health. That's what I got from that. Absolutely. That's, that's where I'm at. Your health is your wealth. Um, Sister Maxine says, what would be your advice on the first step in getting started and doing for self to have success? Um, the first step is um, write the name of your business down on a sheet of paper. Come up with a bunch of names, um, come up with a purpose and a mission statement. So, for example, my name is Wealthy Minds. Um, the second step I would do is write your mission and your purpose. Uh, for example, my purpose is to inspire over a billion people to speak their dreams into existence, teaching them how to develop a wealthy mind. And then the third thing that I would do is write down a list of products that I could create or services that's in alignment with that particular mission. Because you got to figure out a way that you can make money. And then I would draw a line and I would have on the left side, I would have uh, marketing things that I'm going to do to market the product. And then on the right side, I would have the things and the products that I'm going to sell. So you have to know the difference between selling and marketing and both of them are needed. So when you see me putting up the murals, those murals, the actual wall itself is a marketing piece for me to market my actual brand. The actual mural print is the product that I'm actually selling. So once you get all of that down, man, it's a lot simpler than you actually believe. Then you just get online, get your go to GoDaddy, get your website domain, get your website host, make sure you get it secured. So when people can process their orders and stuff, you know, everything's going to be secure. Uh, get you a website developer, get your website built, e-commerce, and then you just get the process and selling, man. It's just that simple. It can be done in seven days. People just be talking more than they be executing. Mm -hmm. That, that was a mob full right there. Um, how has Brother uh, 19 Keys influenced you? Um, well, the Brother 19 Keys ain't never done nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 19, he's sitting right here, actually, you know. Yes, Keys, um, Brother I, 19. Oh, peace and blessings, good sister. Yes, sir. So, it's always good. To have a brother around you that you can trust that you have no lack of communication with that they're not stabbing you in your back they're not trying to sleep with your girl they're not attempting to do you know just it's just a res very respectful relationship mm -hmm. and i've even seen people male and females be jealous that two black men can be you know, this type of these kind of uh, uh, these type of friends because we used to seeing each other fight, stabbing each other in the back. Right. And as I told 19 Keys before, regardless of any problems that, you know, that we have, we're not going to be It's easy to, you know, to dissolve and just walk away from situation. We're going to sit down and we just talk it out like me. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, we have a question. Please share your website again. Uh, my website is wealthyminesonline.com. And if anybody that's listening, if they can go to the website right now and they can support what we're actually doing, we have these wristbands that say, I speak dreams into existence. I need them to go to the accessory part and just purchase some wristbands, man, that say, I speak dreams into existence. Our dream is to really get one billion people in these wristbands. One billion people. We need you to tap in, get your wristbands right now at WealthyMindsOnline.com. I love all of y'all beautiful people that's tapped in, that's listening. Thank y'all so much. This was amazing. Yes, sir. You're welcome. You're welcome. Any um, closing comments? We're about, about to wrap it up. Oh, no, ma'am. We said it all. We gave them pure inspiration. That's right. <laughs> the closing comments need to be them showing us that they executed their vision and their dreams. There you go. That That's it. All right. Well, I appreciate your existence. I appreciate you being here. Keep up. Keep on doing what you're doing and bringing your dreams to existence. You're very Oh, absolutely good, sister. I appreciate your existence as well. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, you have a wealthy day. You too. And...